Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Hinckley. Our top story, of course, is that tomorrow, ostensibly, is election day. It is the day slated to be the election, but people have been voting before. The 12 days of the election. The 12 days of election. Actually, I think in California, I saw that they have 17 days after the election to receive those ballots. I received a mail-in ballot unbidden. I uh, I filled it out. I sent it in. I want to tell you a little bit about it if you want to hear it. Yeah, sure. So So you did the mail-in voting. I did because they sent me the thing and I just filled it out and I brought it to the place and put it in the box. But the way I I decided... So I, I... I, and actually, the reason I did the mail-in is I, I'm not sure if you go to the poll, can you write in? Because I don't, I didn't think you could, but this had a space to write in. So I wrote in Ron Paul. I always like to vote for Ron Paul while he's alive, maybe even after. And I went and I, and there's like a lot of propositions. You want to vote basically against all of them. The only ones I voted in favor of was keeping Uber gig and... I actually voted for uh, against felony automatic felony disenfranchisement. So, if you've plea bargained on a on a federal like a felony drug charge, you automatically lose your right to vote, even though a jury did not give you that as a sentence. It's automatic, and then. So I just don't think that's the way it should work. So I voted against it, but I also looked up all the. I don't know. I looked for like tax reformers. I don't know. I voted even though like the local, I think the local stuff, it can matter. But I, there were a couple of interesting things. One was there's a DA, the district attorney who I wanted to absolutely vote out because she did not prosecute the cops who shot Anthony McLean in the back. And I think it's the LA County DA who makes all those calls. So I wanted her out even though she's a black chick and should supposedly be for exactly that kind of thing. She did. She, she failed me there for sure. And the only reason I actually voted for her, if you can believe it, because the guy who was running against her was just had already been like a cop or whatever, a sheriff anyway, which is bad enough, but he was endorsed by the governor. And to me, like the governor here, Gavin Newsom is so bad that anyone he likes automatically to me is absolutely, it's a deal breaker. It's a fucking deal breaker. So, and then another thing that I thought was funny was that last night I got a text from a candidate for whom I had actually voted because he was endorsed by the like citizens against devastating taxation or whatever. So I was like, what? It doesn't, it means very little to me anyway. Like you're really not beating the system. And in the damn text, it said this guy was like a law and order guy and he'd been a cop like everybody was a damn cop. Like I actually went through the thing and a D.A. to me is a cop. So I went through the whole thing and just voted against all known cops. <laughs> Sorry, not that I hate cops, but like I don't want like all the judges had been D.A.'s. I don't want D.A.'s to be the judges to be cops. You know what I mean? You want the judges to not one thing you want them not to be is cops. Yeah. So all that stuff. And I don't think all cops are bad. I just think that it's like a mindset that they're bringing. But this guy, so he sends me this thing about how he's this hardcore law and order 
you know, 30 year cop or whatever. And I was like, wow, your ad, just like the other guy with Gavin Newsom's endorsement, actually convinced me, you know, that I, I regretted my vote. And I was like, hey, wait, can I change my vote? Anyway, maybe that's too much information. I'll tell you one thing that is kind of crazy. They encouraged my son at school. They taught him how to vote. This kid has Down syndrome. And he's like, I want to vote. So Did they tell him, him who to vote for? I told him to vote for Kanye. But my husband told him that, you know, you go in there and you vote for whoever you think is right. They have the target groups of people where they have the people who already know who they're going to vote for. Then they have the people who are undecided. They're trying to get them to vote one way or, the, or another. I'm in the category at this point where I'm either not going to vote or I'm just going to vote for Kanye in protest. So I don't think there's really anybody targeting that demographic because i'm just so turned off by the overwhelming amount of tech i sent you that screenshot of just nothing but pressure campaign message you better get out and vote you better do this can you chip in ten dollars can you chip in twenty dollars hey it's don jr hey it's kamala hey it's kamala and joe and just uh, just overwhelming amount of phone calls and text messages threatening to dox you to your neighbors if you don't vote it's so it's it's Bingo. his participation level that we hear about in Vladimir Lenin's Russia, the attempt to force people into participation as though it's compulsory voting. I, I don't I don't I don't respond well to that. It's that doxing. It's that pressure. It's the who'd you vote for thing that really I mean, I can see it in these in the really impressionable kids like they they like no kid around here can vote for Trump. You know what I mean? Right. And certainly you could never admit it. See, that's the thing. Like, that's why I think he's he's really I I, I mean, who the hell knows? But for me, I don't I, I, my, the, I feel like the vibe is he's going to win. He's going to win popular and electoral. It seems to me that way as well, especially when you kind of look around and when you just feel the environment, it feels like it's going to be overwhelming. But it doesn't matter, probably, because they can just lie about it. And they were been setting up in the media. All the shows over the weekend were talking about how Trump is going to declare victory on election night, and of course he will. If he if he's ahead, of course he's going to do that. And then that is going to be like everyone I said last does. Week, do I? Yeah, that's what they all do. That's going to be evidence that he stole the election. So what a normal thing that people have done every every election cycle is going to happen again. But this time it's going to be a signal that the election has been stolen. It's it's the OK sign. <laughs> it's the new OK sign. <laughs> exactly. But let me just direct people. I like this blog. This he's a blogger, I guess, but he's a stats guy. And I I know I always never thought he's particularly biased or anything like that. His name is Richard Charnin, C-H-A-R-N-I-N. And he does these forecasts and stats and he lays it all out. And I always find him very interesting. And he ran... He said the last three elections, he nails the Electoral College to the vote three times. He said he doesn't expect that again, but he ran 25 different scenarios with various reasonable variables. And in 24 of them, Trump won. And I think he in in his most likely cases, Trump won not only the Electoral College, but also the popular vote, which is pretty amazing. 
What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. And I also want to add that Neighbors 2021 Seed Packs, their organic seed packs, and their cool weather seed packs are all now available online at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. And that coupon code PROP will get you 10% off. So be sure and check that out. I want to tell you about this insight I had while I was thinking about the election. And people are are hysterical, like actually kind of on both sides. And they think that this is the end of the world if the other guy gets elected. Like the end is a communist takeover. We're all going to be in chains or he's going to kill everybody who's not Lily White, you know, like that kind of thing. People are in a freaking full on hysterical panic, which, of course, is brought on by propaganda, whatever. But for me, the truth is closer to the opposite or it is the opposite it's just the same agenda is being served it's just the tactics and the timeline and all that kind of stuff that will be determined by this but i i the the great reset whether it's a reaction to what's going on or an embracing of what's going on it's coming or maybe not the great reset but whatever it is that they have in store we're marching towards that regardless of which of these two guys gets in but if you really think that the that this is the end of the world if one of these guys gets elected if your guy doesn't win you're going to start rethinking this system which is supposed to be up for by the people yet has this one person this one decision with such devastating exactly opposite outcome of what you would need or want and for me that is a revolutionary moment that is a moment that would call for revolution and i further believe that's exactly what the powers that be are going for here Absolutely. They're boarding up businesses. People are boarding up their businesses across the country in major cities. The White House is erecting another wall around it to prevent people from coming in and doing whatever. That would be a disaster if that happened. The country, when you step back and really think about that, boarding up businesses across the country, we are preparing for wartime scenarios on the home front. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy when you think about it. Yeah. And that. So I keep thinking this is all leading to making switching to the popular vote and switching to federally run digitized elections, which would then have them control the elections to like the outcome completely. Like there'd be no chance of a fair vote, in my opinion. And I think that's supported. But I'm thinking now with this kind of alternating emotion of devastating fear of a gulag future no matter which side you're on they both have the same vision of either fascist or communist gulags combined with this actual physical terror of how i mean it calls for a complete revolutionary change of the system the system isn't working and i don't know if i have time today maybe i'll do it get into it tomorrow but this idea that it's grassroots 
is is insupportable especially when you think of when you and i like dig into what's really going on that's why i was so annoyed by the national review article last week that talked about the world economic forum and klaus schwab and all this stuff without mentioning event 201 because this isn't grassroots stuff this is this is orchestrated stuff with devastating effect that has an agenda and and you don't understand the mechanism you're going to look at the wrong solutions if you don't realize yeah. that this is being orchestrated. Exactly. It gets you looking. They diagnose the problem as something is completely not. And the solution that they want goes to this phantom problem they create. And you never actually look at what the real issue is. And I would say that voter suppression right now is being set up. And we've known this for a long time. Stacey Abrams is waiting in the wings. There was a congressman from House Majority Whip James Claiborne told Fox News that he's going to pray for black Trump voters. And he flatly stated that the only way Joe Biden could lose the election is if voter suppression is successful. Stacey Abrams, Abrams is spreading this message. This is a narrative that's being set up. And they're talking about intimidation tactics. So we hear about that story about the Trump bus, the Trump train surrounding Biden's bus and, and getting it out of Texas. And then in Rome, Georgia, they canceled a Democrat rally because they said militia was going to show up. I don't know if that's true or not. They could just be saying that to promote this idea that voter suppression happened. And I would say this, if you're going out and voting tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of potential for provocation going on. Be safe for one. And by see, be safe, I don't mean be aggressively safe and assume that people are up to something when they might not be. I mean, just be alert and don't fall for provocations. If someone yells at you because maybe your mask is down or somebody thinks that maybe you're a Trump supporter and they, they give you a provocative action, the expectation is for you to return that provocative action and for it to escalate. And for them to lay their plans successfully depends on people reacting and to that provocation with another provocation. So respond to that in a way that they do not expect. Respond to hate with love and don't do what they're anticipating you to do. React in a different way. And that is the way that we take their power away is we do not fall into the behavioral pattern reactions that they are setting this powder keg up to be. And that's what they are setting up. So be alert, take a breath, do some yoga and don't fall for the provocations because they're coming. I, I had to learn that on the air. It was the great Christina Gonzalez said, you get what you give. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and people will st start it, try to start that ball rolling by calling me up and trolling. And I always I mean, that's how I got so good at short circuiting people, because they really did not know what to do with a rational response to right. an irrational attack. Yeah. And I heard it. People were expecting you to respond the way they might hear another radio host and to attack them back. And when you didn't, they kind of went, oh, blah, blah. they didn't know what to say. Yeah. They like it, you could hear the air like seeping out of the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Like that Donald Trump, the not Donald, the Trump quote train that surrounded the Biden bus. I don't know if that was actually Trump people or if that was a false flag type thing. I don't know. But I did see people laughing at it and celebrating it. Yeah, at first glance, maybe it's kind of funny. A bunch of people with Trump flags on their trucks surround a Biden bus, which Joe Biden wasn't on, by the way. They reported the story as though Joe Biden was on this bus. I totally thought he was on it. Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't on, on the bus. Neither was Kamala. That might seem humorous at first, but an action like that that is being promoted in the media is going to provoke a reaction from other people who 
are offended by that on the other side. And so now you're surrounding a bus. Now maybe they're pelting rocks at a bus. And then what are you going to do after? It's only going to escalate. So that stuff is not helping. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to TrueHempscience.com slash PropReport. So I just had one other point about the election. I had thought all along, and this is more of a like kind of low emotion point, but could be the most significant thing. From the day he was elected, I thought we would see a second term of the Senate and Congress going Democrat and him being a rubber stamping Republican. If Biden wins, then at least there will be some resistance. Like our, uh, or I shouldn't say our side, I kind of think of it as to the extent that Trump supporters are disgusted with the political stuff, which which they are. They're being fooled by him, but they're responding to a deep disgust with this controlling whatever. So I respect that they are totally neutralized by Trump. So if Biden wins, I'm not saying I want I absolutely do not want the militia and stuff like that, but maybe they will have to take a step back and not just think they can get away with imposing emergency orders and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. It is possible it would slow this down. A Biden election? Yeah, Biden win because this way it's the Senate and Congress go dem- Democrat and Republic and Trump is there in the White House and he rubber stamps everything. Nobody's going to complain. But if they do all this shit, yeah, I guess Biden will get it through because that's what Obama did. But people will go nuts and they'll have to deal with some more chaos than than if Trump keeps keeps everyone in their seats. Yeah, I'm saying not not this month. I'm saying like March and going forward. What I've noticed lately is articles and some trends on social media that were around a theme of it doesn't matter which racist gets elected, that there's still going to be this escalation afterwards. And I've seen stories about white militias, black militias, really, really amping up the race thing, and Joe Biden also being a racist. So that narrative... And Kamala's a cop. Yeah, and Kamala's a cop. They're going to continue to push that race narrative definitely afterwards because we still have these George Floyd thing. We still have all the all this unrest that has been percolating all through the summer and up until the election. And I think it's going to pick right back up after the election. Yeah, I mean, I still in the back of my head feel like Russia has some role. Absolutely. You know what's happening in Azerbaijan and stuff like I just I really am afraid of some military action this week. Yes. Oh, this week. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Is and I'm not at all worried about China. I don't think China is a hot war candidate at all. Cold War maybe by mutual agreement. But I am a little worried about you know the whole oil and gas thing over there. And maybe oil and gas are on the way out. Maybe 
maybe the Great Reset is about neutralizing Russia, whose greatest assets are those kind of resources. You know, it could be that crazy. Some of the networks like CNN do have a misinformation, disinformation watch going on. They're going to be in real time preparing people and warning people about disinformation that they spotted. And it will undoubtedly be Russian disinformation. In fact, I was listening to over the weekend, they were talking about that. It's Russian disinformation. We're going to have a disinformation watch. We're going to let you know about this Russian disinformation. So, And that will be tied directly to Trump. So anything about voter suppression, anything about stealing the election is going to be tied to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. But I I do, I feel like I am afraid of, well, I mean, I'm not it's not that is not keeping me up at night, but I just I can't help but feel that they are spoon feeding every spoon feeding us every single possible narrative about what to be afraid of right now. Mm-hmm. But they're not really looking to you know the foreign realm has been kind of quiet, and I just I don't I just don't know. And I kept meaning to check up on Turkey and see if they've implemented their Russian like S four hundred or whatever. Which so means that do you mean it's been problems. quiet from over there, or it's been quiet from in our news? Like we're not hearing about it at all. And I just feel like that it's the dog that's not barking. If you catch that reference, yeah. Like okay, yeah. Sure. I don't Holmes. know. Yeah. Now I don't know. I I just don't know. But I I had a couple of lighter things, or at least celeb things, and some COVID stuff. Do you want to? Do you have any more on the election proper? Not offhand. I I probably do, but I can't. I don't. No, no. I know you mind do, right now. I, Other than Joe Biden's ad he released today that featured Eminem "Lose Yourself," which was probably the best ad he had put out, to be honest with you. But what does that mean? Lose yourself. How is that relevant? It's just an Eminem rap song, and then it's just go vote. You only get one shot. That's part of the song. You only get one shot, and this is your one shot to go vote for Joe Biden. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Okay, Lady Gaga apparently put out a PSA. Did you hear about this? No. Where she's drinking a beer in front of a pickup truck wearing camo. And she's basically, she doesn't say this, but like my impression of it is. Real men vote for Biden. And Give she's a real me man. a break. <laughs> it should be a daiquiri and he should be wearing a purple shirt. She should be wearing a naked costume. Like, isn't that her thing? Wasn't that like she's meat or so? It doesn't she have this crazy video, that first video of hers. She's like meat or something. I don't Maybe. Know. I mean, she's done some bizarre stuff. So yeah, bizarre. Yeah, bizarre I would believe that. So a couple of other celeb things which normally are your realm i'll give you that but i just thought we'll get yeah, get some tidbits it. some fun tidbits out there johnny depp well this isn't really fun but johnny depp sued the sun and i was like wow you can sue the sun why don't we just do that instead of all these chemtrails anyway but he sued the sun for libel for saying that he beat his wife and the judge uh he lost the judge saying that it was it's basically true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should say assaulted his wife. I don't want to get sued for libel by Johnny it, Depp. I'm sure it is. She also assaulted him. If you followed that yeah. case at all, I watched I didn't. a bunch of the court TV testimony of that. This was I, this was a heavyweight, not heavyweight, uh, yeah. a, a featherweight fight. Every evening, yes, yes, it, yes. it appears. They, well, they were both brutally beating the heck out of each other. I just thought it was interesting that it reaffirmed the kind of, we out, we have our roots in common law, English common law, and it reaffirmed, in my mind, 
because a lot of our fundamental tenets of law are being overturned, especially when it comes to speech. So truth is a defense against libel, apparently. That may come in handy for us. And then the other thing is Sean Connery, of course, I think everyone, potentially everyone's favorite James Bond, died. And he was rumored, if I recall correctly, to have some of the same qualities as Johnny Depp. Not well, just massive sex appeal, but he liked to use his hands, from what I heard. there One of the things trending on Twitter about him was he defended comments that he made to maybe Barbara Walters or so, I don't remember who the interviewer was a long time ago in the eighties about a using woman needs it right physical you know yeah. you know doing something to a woman yeah. if it's the last option and so that's what they were trending instead of other stuff. I wonder if they will if you know fifty years from now something happens to Chris Rock if they're going to trend oh that joke he talked about how he won't hit a woman but he'll right. shake the s out of him. It's just say, it's yeah. pulling these things up. And- I never liked him actually again after that when he said that. I thought it was very yucky. But I will. I, I would like to tell you two tidbits about what he liked to drink. Do you love freedom? Does the daily news leave you shaking your head? Does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies? Are you surrounded by people who just don't get it? Are you right now wearing clothes? You over there, yes, you, do you like cool clothes? Well, meet the Rye Guys, makers of fun, freedom-loving t-shirts and more, quality products for independent thinkers and other such troublemakers. We make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire, mischief, and Rye social commentary. Put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits, share a laugh, and enjoy great conversation. Take off one of our tees and, well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So, stop by today at www.ryguys.com That's W-R-Y-G-U-Y-S dot com. Ryguys dot com. The Rye Guys. A rye wit for today's shit. So, the thing that really bothers me the whole James Martini thing. The whole James who? Is James Bond. Oh, James Bond. Martini thing. Yes, sorry. Sean Connery was James Bond and he would drink the thing and he would say, not stir. But that is the absolute worst thing you can do Martini and it ruined Martinis at bars for decades after that. Because everybody was ordering those? Because that that became the default, which it absolutely should not be. Because here's the thing. If it doesn't have, like, citrus or sugar in it, you don't shake it. It really messes up the drink. If you take a Manhattan or a Negroni or something and you shake it so it has kind of air bubbles in it or little pieces of ice, it doesn't have that smooth finish that an all-booze cocktail really needs to have. So a good martini is gin. And dry vermouth, just a little, and a fresh lemon twist. But when they were shaking them, they were just uh, yucky. But another thing Well, is, now maybe if you order guess, one of those, you'll be called a wife beater. They should call it the wife beater so that I can have my martinis back the way they should be served, which is stirred, not shaken. But I will add this little wrinkle. So I guess his wife in one of them, the George Lazenby one, I think the wife's name was Vesper, probably her last name. James actually drank Vespers, at least after that point, maybe the whole time, which is gin, Lillette Blanc, which is kind of like dry vermouth, and a little vodka. 
which I don't know why you'd even bother doing that, but that's just a little tidbit that James Bond often drank a Vesper. Yeah, I always found it odd that you could drink so much and be such a good spy. It would be very hard that he's just not falling you asleep. Know, or... So I used to drink martinis. <laughs> the re- people had like a three martini lunch back in the 80s. That's crazy. I cannot. They, they ha- There's absolutely no way. You could go in the office and work, and I can imagine why there would be all sorts of sexual harassment, and <laughs> it might have gone hand in hand with the Coke days. Because Although, I think the 50s was the three martini lunch. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing. I just don't know. But I do know how to make a good martini. I know that you do. I also heard that vaccine hesitancy, I heard this in the news today, is on the rise, which I anticipated this. Over the Doesn't past- that sound like a sexual dysfunction? Vaccine hesitancy? A little bit. Yes, kind doesn't of. it? Or does yeah. that only evoke that sense in me? I, I can see it. I didn't, that's the first thing that came to my head, but I can see it. That utopia, there, all the, all the stuff about vaccines and the problems with the trials coming out, being transparent. We talked about weaponizing transparency. This vaccine hesitancy was definitely going to emerge when you have these narratives that make people worry about vaccines. Now, I wonder where this is going. I wonder if this is going to increase the call for a mandate of the vaccines the more people become hesitant of them. Well, or if people will fight them all together. I don't know. I think I still feel like the vaccine thing is going to unroll the way I think it unrolled in California, which was they didn't make it or like the curly light bulbs. They didn't ban regular light bulbs. They just made it basically impossible to produce them, sell them and buy them. (laughs) But with the, with the vaccines in California, it used to be that you could, you needed a vaccine to go to public school, but a private school could make its own rules. And that used to be mandatory. For public schools, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, sure it still that. is, and I, I believe every, every, I'm pretty sure that every public school does it. I mean, even in Georgia, I think the public schools require it. So, yeah, my kids went to public school in Georgia. Yeah, they required it. I didn't know that. I didn't realize yeah. that. And then, but then they changed it to where the private schools had to. The private schools had to to do it too. They they required the private schools to require it. So if you wanted to go to school at all, you would have to get a vaccination. Otherwise, the kid had to homeschool. Well, maybe they'll try and require it there next. Well, I just think that's the way. So very, very few people do that. And I just feel like that's the way they're going to do it. And there, I personally believe they are going to, it's going to be live events. Live events is going to be the thing that requires the vaccinations. To go to live events? Yes. So they can like boomer out. If you want to be a boomer and never go to a live event again, fine. They don't care because it's not about that. They, I, I feel like... They use these cultural changes, this technological changes, social changes. Instead of trying to get old people to change, they just ex- try to like ignore them, and in this case, like kill them. Right. So I don't think they care at all about older people. They just care about 
20 year olds who are definitely not going to spend the rest of their lives not going to a live event or not going on yeah. a plane. They're going to get you that way. An airplane, anything like that. They're going to get you that way. Yeah. It wouldn't not surprise all, me if we, if people see free vaccine boosts for flu, for the flu, obviously, at election precincts. I would love to hear what experiences people have if they do go vote tomorrow. So email us, tweet at us, whatever. I want to hear what happens. Well, they do have free vet flu shots in a lot of plate, a lot of pharmacies and stuff, mm-hmm. especially in the poor, poorer places. Oh, speaking of which, in the patient fifteen, I will tell you. Uh, well, I've got some COVID stuff. We can either talk about the World Series or the long term effects of COVID long haul. They call it long haul COVID. But I also want to tell you two things I learned listening to Van Halen two this weekend. I can't wait to hear that. I'm having a tutorial of all Van Halen albums, one album at a time. Compliments of my husband. That sounds awesome. I'll tell you a little bit about... You're going to like it. SNL. Okay. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Become a patron. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Be safe. 